full court press. There is no stopping this team. The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. It's the full court press with Eric Franson and RJ Selvas. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions. To act like the full court press on Sports Talk Radio 1069 FM 1390 AM. The fan. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Eric France and Andre Salveson. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for joining us here on the full court press. Hope you had a good weekend. Did you have a good weekend, Ajay? No, it was horrible. We got our butts kicked. Um, well, it okay. did start off well with Friday, but hopefully by the time the weekend was over, you were better. I mean, I know you had a very emotional Sunday evening. Dude, that was a, that was a wreck. That was so unhealthy to have happen. I need Brady to quit football before he does that again. <laughs> I just, I what was your night like? It was uh, honestly like, I think as I, a uh, quote unquote lifelong Buccaneers fan, <laughs> and a quote unquote lifelong Patriots fan, which most of us knew that before. This uh, Buccaneers uh, fandom has been a, a bit of a revelation. But uh, <laughs> what was it like for you last night watching those two teams face each other? It was a good game. Well, you know, it's funny. Uh, Craig Smith texted me just before the game and he's like, hey, who are you rooting for? He's like, I got to know. And I was like, well, uh, I mean, I'm a New England fan, so go Patriots. You know, I love TB12, always will, but tonight, bleep that dude. Uh, th- no, it was – I was fine, I think, because, like, you just try to keep everything under control. But then, like, when you get down to, like, five minutes left, Tom has the ball, two timeouts, and you're up by one. You're just thinking worst-case scenario, and you're like, oh, so well, this is what it's like to be the Rams, Panthers, Falcons – Rams again, uh, <laughs> uh, Eagles, um, Seahawks. Uh, yeah, dude, it was it was nuts. It was unhealthy. I don't ever want to do that again. But you, dude, you got to give that dude credit. And again, I think I think Belichick kind of outcoached himself on that last drive. You know, four fifty six in a rainstorm for Nick Folk is is a tough ask. Um, you fourth and three, give Mac. A chance to try to get a first down there, and if he doesn't get it, he doesn't get it. But it, it it's a better chance than kicking a fifty-six yard field goal in a, in a monsoon. So, ah, uh, it's been a rough weekend, dude. wasn't great. I don't uh, I don't want you, my worst enemy, to relive that kind of weekend. <laughs> uh it's too bad, AJ. Feel your pain. No, you don't. You don't even care. You didn't have a dog in the fight. Didn't even care. <laughs> I was just pulling for a you know close game, and we were when we were given that, so it was fun. Uh, most of the primetime games have been great. There's been a few duds just recently, like on the Thursday night games, but most of the primetime games have been awesome. I don't know if we'll have another uh, awesome game tonight or not, but we could. The. Uh, Raiders and the Chargers. That's actually going to be a good game. Those are surprisingly two yeah, I'm, good I'm, teams. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. Herbert versus Carr. Um, 
So, yeah, I think that could be an interesting showdown tonight. Um, speaking of uh, the other part that didn't make it a very fun weekend for folks around here, a uh, rough night uh, in uh, our Merlin Olson Field Friday night. Uh, Utah State struggling with uh, BYU, who did move up in the polls, as you would suspect they would after winning. But uh, they proved that they're a top 15 team. Now they're a top 10 team. That was a tough team for the Aggies to face. Aggies didn't help themselves in some key areas, but you have to give BYU credit yeah, for what like they did really, and how they did I mean, you want to look at the Boise State loss and you want to blame the Aggies. That's totally, absolutely, 1,000% fine. Um, Aggies, Boise State didn't beat Utah State. Utah State lost that game on their own. Uh, this game, it was more BYU. Uh, I thought I thought Romney played really well, um, and then they brought in the... Uh, was it what's his name Connor or what what was his name? Um, they brought in the freshman kid and Conover. Yeah, like the biggest thing Conover didn't do is he didn't turn over the ball. Right, it was great. I mean, that's smart coaching. That is what Just don't that is all you're asking mistake. of him to go into that second half is don't turn over the ball, especially in short field situations. If we have to punt it, we punt it, but do not cough up the ball. And uh, I I thought BYU handled it well. Look, Tyler Algier is probably the best back, one of the best backs in the country. He's good, and we and I said it all week. I really, I said it all week. Algier is going to be a problem for these guys. He's got great speed, good footwork, good good vision, inside out cuts. Is our it was phenomenal work by him, and boy, they they just impressed me. Every bit they are a top ten team. They they should be a New Year's Six team. I don't know if they get it, but they should be. Uh, they're they're moving up there. Uh, latest rankings are out, and uh, certainly there's some Mountain West Conference implications here too. But the latest rankings in college football, uh, BYU is at number ten in both polls. Um, Fresno State, with their surprising loss, fell out of the polls. San Diego State is in to at least the uh, the AP. They're at number twenty five. Fresno State's just on the outside. Excuse me, San Diego State's on the outside looking in, and the coaches, they're effectively uh, 27th in that poll. But um, Nevada got a vote in the uh, in the coaches, um, and uh, deservedly so. I mean, they went into Boise and, and beat up on the Broncos. Yeah. Uh, so that, again, Aggie fans, take heart. Look, there's you only have one conference loss. Yeah, and you aren't losing another game in conference play. The Aggies aren't losing at San Jose State. Maybe at the first of the year I would have thought that, but not anymore. Aggies are going to go to San Jose State and win that ball game. I'm pretty darn confident right now of that. Uh, Eric, a few texts came through. If you guys want to be a part of the show, 435-339-0321. Just a tad late getting to these. Sorry about that. Uh, let's see, 9315. Aj, I believe that with recruits from Coach Anderson and another year of his coaching under our players' belts, I think we'll be a great team. Right now, I feel we're just a good team. In the game, BYU played like a great team. So next year, I think if we're a great team, we can still beat them because we'll be a great team as well. Keep your spirits up. It's not that bad. <laughs> well, yeah, try being a Patriots fan and an Aggie fan on the same weekend. Um, but no, he's right. I, I think that team's going to get a lot better. I really do. I think that team will get a lot better. This Aggie team is going to be good in the next couple of years. So like, just stick with it. Hold on. Hold tight. Strap up. Or this team's going to be fine. Well, in two successive weeks, Blake Anderson got a glimpse of 
what he needs to yeah. get his team better oh, yeah. to compete at a very high level. And you know what, really, Eric, like, when you think about it, what was the final score? Okay, the final score of the Boise State game was 27-3. to three, or, Yeah, 27-3. to final, scheme of the, final score of the Boise State game should have been, I don't know, 21-14 Utah State. 28-14 Utah State. Just a lot of stupid mistakes that they shot themselves in the foot and for no reason. Really, the Aggies should have won that game by double digits. I'm being dead honest with you, too. The BYU game, they were down 11 and a half, and Coach Anderson felt actually really good about that. Considering all, down only 11 and a half. They were held scoreless in the third quarter. They held BYU scoreless in the third quarter. Had plenty of chances to cut it down to seven a couple did? times. And finally, when they did, Algier did what he does. Well, yeah, one play, and it got erased. But, look, um, Utah State, only three penalties. Yeah. Only three. Was that it? Three penalties that cost him 25 yards. Was that in the BYU game? Is that it? Yes. Oh, dude, it feel like so much more. No, it was a lot cleaner oh, game man. that way. It felt like it just they just couldn't run the ball timing, and yeah. they couldn't stop the run. Yeah, and by the way, I got more on that here in just a sec. Five three three eight. Uh, after the past two game performances, please take my name off that field. Signed the ghost of Merlin Olson. <laughs> yes, I am a BYU alum. So what? Signed USU BYU football field or BYU football game field judge. <laughs> yeah, the some of those calls were kind of iffy to me. Five four five two. Text in. Hear me out. And I'm not blaming either of the last two losses on officiating, but it sure doesn't seem like Utah State has any sort of home field advantage when it comes to the officials. Some horrid calls the last two games not going the Aggies' way. No idea how P.I. wasn't called in the first quarter on the throw down the side to McGriff. Ultimately, can't be disappointed with a 3-2 and two start through five games with very winnable schedule the rest of the way. The two losses to tough teams, although both were winnable, have the offense been able to figure out anything out. Offense could not capitalize in the third quarter when the D was stopping BYU, and that was frustrating. D's getting stops for you. You're getting the ball yeah. back, and you're going three and out. You're going, I mean, you, you got just issues all over. Uh, that third you guys quarter can't catch the ball, really can't throw the ball. Yeah, that was an issue. Because that was a great opportunity. Here comes a third-string quarterback who's not going to get too aggressive. He's just going to do what he can to not make a mistake. I mean, the defense did a good job. They forced punts. Uh, they gave him short fields. Just the offense couldn't capitalize. 9952 play calls awful. No outside the tackles running. No running back screen plays. No run pass option plays. Very predictable. You know what's really bugging me? Quit running it on second down. Throw it. Quit running a draw. Like, honestly, it was like first and 12, and I called it. I did a Tony Romo. I called play for play for play, and I was right. And it only took three plays to get him right because we were out, and then we were punting. But seriously, like, it's you, you use the play action. Maybe set Bonner up under the center. You know, have him, you know, sell the action. They did some play action later. Not underneath the center. And it, and it, and do it earlier. Why are you running it on second and nine, gaining one? The running game wasn't going to move. Calvin Tyler was getting sniffed out by that defensive line and the linebackers. They were packing the box. Do something about it. Show the play action at least early. I, that was that was frustrating. I'm not going to really lie. That was pretty frustrating play calling from my from my uh, point of view. Uh, let's see here. Nine three one zero. I don't think Algier was special, but BYU's wide receiver and tackles destroyed us on blocking. They did. They created a lot of great gaps. They did. It was uh, it was frustrating to watch. I would agree. 
C nine three one five can't believe we still have a chance to be ten and two. How crazy is that? See, and that's and that's thing. You had a winnable game versus Boise State and lost. You got beat by fourteen, right? Fourteen thirty four twenty. Yep. By the number tenth ranked team in the country in a game that you were really in at halftime. Um, actually, in the game that you were in midway through the third, and then Algier did what he does. Well, they were still in it midway through the fourth. Yeah, well, I mean, got like, it within seven. Yeah, and looked like maybe they got some momentum. Oh, going. It was in the fourth. Sorry, yeah. forgive me. Yeah, so I, yeah, is it is it frustrating to lose to Boise State and BYU? You you bet you it is. It is, and nobody's more angry, nobody's more mad, nobody's more frustrated than those guys who are on that team, coaches and players alike. They are they're livid, they're ticked, they want they want those two games back so badly. They want the Boise State game back very badly. And now you have a chance to just turn forward, and you got UNLV, Colorado State, uh, Hawaii, New Mexico, New Mexico State, at San Jose State, and you got a tough game against Wyoming at home. They have a chance to be ten and two. They they have a chance to be ten and two on the season. And you know what ten and two gets you probably knowing that Boise State's going to go to Fresno and get walloped. In my opinion, set tip in the Mount West Conference Championship, and maybe. Hosting that game on December fourth, I'll take it. I'll absolutely take it. Yeah, yeah. The opportunity to win the Mountain Division is absolutely still in the cards. Yeah, can't forget about that. Five eight seven nine. Seriously, the PI no calls. Also, I'm so excited about the rest of the schedule. We could win out. We we could absolutely. And there was there's a couple pass interference calls that made me like, how do you not call that? Like his the head's not turned. Arm is in the grill of the receiver, and it's and he's, there's physical contact being made and no call. Meanwhile, we're getting called for like illegal use of the hands for the face, holding. By the and, and by the way, the holding call some of those were just so atrocious. I oh god. Uh, nine nine three six. RJ play action doesn't work if your running game is MIA. That and that's it's a good point. That's a great point. Really good point. I'm so. F- I wouldn't say frustrated, and that's not a good word to use. I think the offensive line's going through some issues. Like you had, you had a new center, I think, in the second half, third quarter. You had a new center underneath there. I mean, that's that's tough. Uh, there was a little, yeah, there was a little bit. There of was that a going new on. center underneath there because yeah. someone came out. But Calvin Tyler Jr. like he looked like he was limping. Yeah, and he wasn't half. healthy. Yeah, he was. This bye week could not have came at a better time, <laughs> Eric. Yes, three of the most physical games you could have been asked for with, with Air Force, Boise State, and BYU. Thank you, bye week, for showing up, and thank you, Perfect UNLV, time. for coming around too. Uh, in fact, I got a question for you here in just a minute. Eight seven nine eight text in Eric. He says, for those individuals who want to hate on the Aggies for losing to Boise and BYU, let them jump off the ship. No one thought we would be three and two at this point. Aggies are in a great spot to be able to compete for a Mount West Conference championship. The gauntlet of the schedule is over, and there is still a possibility the Aggies can win out and still find a way into the Mount West Conference championship game. Absolutely. Great point. And I think that's true. Honestly, I think they're going to be there because I think Boise State is going to get beat by Fresno at Fresno. I think Boise State's going to get beat by San Diego State at San Diego State. And Fresno, I think, could go to Nevada, so they're not even out of the woods yet. If we just take care of business in front of us, we got to play a team next week that hasn't won a Mount West or hasn't won a game in two years. If we lose that game, we don't deserve to be playing Division One football. Um, but UNLV's yeah. played a couple of games close. They just can't. 
finish the deal. But this game should be close Fresno next week. to the very end. Fresno won. Um, they played a, a, a good, undefeated UTSA team. Yeah, but this game shouldn't be close next week. You're coming off a bye week. So Plenty is of time to prep. Yeah, but come on, Eric. But yes, it should be you, a you winnable game. Yes. It's absolutely a winnable game for Utah State. It's a sh- and it should be a blowout game, too. 9-3-1-5. If you look at our schedule and BYU schedule from last year and look what they did and, lo- and look we can still do and BYU is now at Eric Translate. Which was 9-3-1-5? Yes. If you look at our schedule and the BYU schedule from last year and look what they did and look what we can still do and BYU is now in the top 10, so maybe we can have a copycat of that next year. We're not going to be in the top 10. Unless you beat Alabama, which you got, by the way, in Crimson Tide Nation next year. Hey, if you beat Alabama, you're definitely going to be in the top 10. What's on their, what's their non-conference schedule next year? Uh, I know they got Alabama. I think I want to say Washington. And I might be off on that. Help me out there on this. I'm looking it up. Because I think it's Bama... And is it Washington State here or no? Uh, UConn. Is that at That's home? really going to help. Son of a biscuit. <laughs> in Logan. At Alabama. Yep, that one's going to help. Weber State in Logan. Mm. At BYU. Okay. Well, That's the non-conference. Two country. out of four is not bad. Yeah, two out of four is not bad. Uh, 0737 text in. And then I have a question for our listeners. And I don't mean to create drama. But I'm going to create drama accidentally. He says, if Bonner has a QB keep, or if Bonner has a QB keep and stumbles for a one to two yards run even one more time this year, someone needs to be fired. Eric, uh, as and, and to our listeners, actually, in fact, I want to ask our listeners, and please text in 435-339-0321. I want to ask our listeners this question. Who do you want to start against UNLV next Saturday? Peasley or Bonner? Like Bonner's a good quarterback. Don't get me wrong, but there's there's throws that he's missing that shouldn't be missed. Eric Peasley has better legs and better movement. Bonner has more experience and better poise in the pocket. Peasley has a, in my opinion, right now, a better arm, and he's more healthy, much more healthy. So I ask our listeners. Who would you want to see start at quarterback after the bye week this week against UNLV next Saturday at Allegiant Stadium? Uh, 9315, I think both would be okay against UNLV because of who they are. And I would agree. But if we're going to go with the one quarterback system, Bonner or Peasley? And again, I ask that respectively. 5879 says he wants Bonner. Eric, who do you want? I want Logan Bonner. Can I ask why? He is the better facilitator. With the wide receivers and the weapons that we have, that Utah State has, we, I'm not on the team, the the wide receivers that they have uh, available to throw the ball to, Logan Bonner is the better facilitator. He can push the ball down the field better and spread it around better. I think Peasley has things that he can do that Bonner can't, especially in, in the run option. But um, I just think that Bonner is the better throwing quarterback than Peasley. Yeah, are there faults? 
Yes. Is he perfect? Absolutely not. Are there things that he misses? Yes. But I think he still gives Utah State a better chance of, of victory than Andrew Peasley does. Interesting. I mean, he's he's 32nd in the nation in passing touchdowns. He has nine. Eric, He's 31st you, in the country in yards per completion. At but you were complaining 6. about his interceptions, and he yes. continues to pile them up. Yes, that is a problem. He has, like I said, he's not perfect by any means. At times, he has bad decision-making. Both of them threw interceptions on Friday. Yeah, Peasley's was bad. Yeah, Peasley's was really bad on that throw. And that wasn't on right. That was on Peasley. Yes. Uh, let's see here. Zero, zero, 0737. Peasley has a better deep ball that plays into the explosive players and plays that and plays that we are trying for. Bonner underthrew way too many balls. Uh, yeah, I would say Bonner has a tendency to overthrow than to <laughs> underthrow. You're welcome, 5879-9310. Bonner is better if he isn't gimpy. He didn't have much zip on the ball last week. 9315, I'll take Cooper Legoff for 100, please. He's not playing, so we can stop that. I mean, I... Cooper Legault, I think he's got a future, but he's not today. It's, yeah, there's. Yeah. He's not the present. I no. think he's the future, but he's not the present. Uh, five four five two says Bonner, but stop calling the stupid run plays for him. Might as well just forfeit it down most of the time. The thing is, is is if he's not healthy, why are we running him? I mean, yeah, why why even draw up a play yeah. that gives him that option? Yeah, I just if he's injured. That's a good point. Keep him off it and just let him throw the ball or give the ball to somebody else who's who can run it. I, and by the way, I hope Calvin Tyler's and I hope Bonner's okay. By the way, his hyperextension of his knee that looked ugly too. I was right there when they picked him up off the field. Didn't look great. Um, I hope he's all right. Uh, and Calvin Tyler needs to get healthy. We need him to get healthy. Can't have him be gimpy or lim- I mean, he need him 100% going to the final stretch of the season. We're, by the way, we're about halfway through the season Almost. after this week. Yeah, after they play UNLV, that's the that's Dude, the midway are point. Are you kidding me? That's game six. Jeez, Louise, Eric. game season. There we are. My math says that's halfway. <sighs> Crazy. Can you be a? Cheers. No, I I have simple math. Eric, I can't do the fancy uh, weird stuff that the kids do these days. What do you mean fancy weird stuff that kids do these days? They do it just like you. you ever do. had a kid ask you for help with their math homework these days? They have ways of doing it that was not taught when I was a kid, so I'm, like, useless. It's because you were cheating on a people's test. <laughs> 0737. Bonner overthrows passes within 20 yards but underthrows deep balls. Hence the non-PI calls when the receiver had to slow down or come back for the ball. And that's the issue I have. That's that's a very good point. That's the issue I have with Bonner. Peasley can well, put and it And the there. wide receivers have Bonner to make can. a play on that ball and sell it. Like, there were a couple, too many times where they, just, they didn't sell it. They didn't try to make a play on the ball. Yeah. And so, go... Get it, like McGriff. Don't just one hand it, dude. We Go got, get it. Yeah, like I'm, I'm kind of getting tired of the whole McGriff thing. I need him to be better. He had a cu- he had the ball on the far side of the end zone where he was being on the outside, and he had a chance to go get the ball. Didn't really put a lot of effort with the one hand. Used to you're six. What is he six six? Six six. Yep. Use your body trim and go get the ball, man. And then he had the one over the middle that he, he should didn't. be an automatic on yeah. the sideline or the yeah. corner of the end zone every just, time. I just but it's not his always his fault. It's ha- where the ball gets placed too. No, dude, don't come on. He's six six. He's got lengthy arms. Go catch the ball. Quit using one hand. You're not Terrell Owens. You're not Randy Moss. You're not Jerry Rice. You're Justin McGriff. You're not Odell Beckham Jr. 
No, not even close. He's much worse than either of those three. Four. Uh, six, five, four, three. Our offensive scheme sucks. No imagination at all. Why can't we run a BYU-type offense? Right now, according to CBS Sports, we are ranked 73rd. Only one team on the rest of the, our schedule is ranked higher. We should be okay for the rest of the year because of our soft schedule. Need to change if we expect to challenge the big boys and get any national recognition. We are also 102nd in scoring defense. Uh, we have to work. We have work to do, and we are fifteenth in total yards per game. Though that's from six five four three. Okay, so let me just contrast this with some other numbers. USU is averaging four hundred and ninety-one yards per game. That's fifteenth in the nation. Offensive scheme sucks. You're putting up almost five hundred yards a game, and you're going to say the offensive scheme sucks? Eric, you scored three points and twenty points in back-to-back games. Well, okay, let's talk about red zone offense. I think that's different from total team offense. No, I still think it's a, I think it's still effective in that. You can move the ball. You just can't punch it into the end. That would be total team offense. How many points are you putting on the board? That's a problem. I agree. They've <laughs> yeah. got to do better about yeah, getting into the end so. zone. But, I mean, they can move the ball. This is a team that can be explosive. So, I'm a little surprised that all of a sudden... Everybody's just bagging on this team and some of the play calling. No, it, They went up against a really, really good defense on they Friday. They did. There's still plays that need to be made, Eric. 8798, I told you last week that McGriff can't be trusted to catch a football, and neither one of you believed me. I did. I swear I believed you, 8798. I'm with you. 9310. McGriff is doing better this year than he did a year ago. He was like... Dude, he didn't do anything a year ago because... Total lost talent a year ago. He well, just was not mentally engaged. Well, I, And he's made improvements this year, but his, we see his potential. He can so do more. He can't engage both of his arms into a football? <laughs> he so now he definitely got one can arm engaged? That's and great. That is more. improvement. 9310. During the Matt Wells days, the wide receiver and quarterback practice catching over the shoulder... Uh, or over the shoulder, over that, over the shoulder balls with two hands for 15 minutes each practice. And you know what? You had great receivers. You had receivers who could go make plays. Devin Tompkins, Derek Wright, Brandon Bowling are the only three receivers I think I could trust. We saw some uh, Kyle Van Leeuwen. Oh, by the way, <laughs> our quarterbacks, Eric. Need to do better about reading progressions. On a ball that was thrown to the near side, I, th- I don't know if it was a if it was a slant or if it was like a hitch. But Kyle Van Leeuwen's just streaking down the far side all alone. No one even near him. We had another play where I think it was Wright who was wide open, and they missed him. Like didn't even didn't even, the ball didn't even come his way. Need to get guys who are open the ball. Got to quit telegraphing throws and and spying on one guy and just zoning in on that one guy only. Well, and that is a that is a problem that <coughs> Peasley has. He tends to lock in on one oh, area yeah. of the field. I think that's how one of his passes got picked off too. By the way, yeah. all right, we got to take a timeout here in the full court press. Love to continue to get the comments and reactions to what happened over the weekend. Uh, tough loss for Utah State, though they they gave themselves chances in that second half, especially just couldn't. Uh, do enough to stop a really power run game uh, against BYU. We'll update you on the other games that happened in the Mountain West and the implications that has for USU. Uh, And uh, we'll update you on RPI rankings, some controversy there for high school football. 
Still a lot more to get through here on the Full Court Press. Love to hear from you as well. 435-339-0321 on the Guild Mortgage text line. Western Extermination is your simple solution for lawn care and pest control. Your yard is meant to be enjoyed without bugs like ants and wasps, mosquitoes and spiders, plus rodents that chew up your lawn and garden. Western Extermination offers fertilization to keep your lawn green and healthy and to keep weeds away. If rodents, nuisance animals, roaches and bed bugs are a problem, you can count on Western Extermination to exterminate the problem. Ask about military and advanced pay discounts, residential and commercial properties, curb to curb services. Western Extermination has you covered. 512-0014. That's 512-0014 for Western Extermination. For your next anniversary, give her the gift of diamonds from S.E. Needham Jewelers. Diamond jewelry makes a woman feel cherished. She'll also be impressed with your fine taste. Choose from an extensive selection of diamond earrings, diamond pendants, diamond bands, and diamond bracelets. You can expect the best price every day of the year. No need to negotiate because we offer our best price up front with our exclusive Integrity Price Guarantee. S.E. Needham's is known for quality jewelry for more than a century. Open Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7. S.E. Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. This is James Stevens with White Pine Funeral Services. We often hear people say, I wish I could use White Pine, but I've already paid for arrangements elsewhere. Know that if you've already pre-planned with a different funeral home, you can still call White Pine. If you are being told you'll lose up to 25% of your money, White Pine will provide a discount equal to any fee for switching. If you have any questions, please stop by for a visit or give us a call. We would love to meet you and explain in more detail. White Pine Funeral Services Colonel? Good morning, sir. I see you found a way to keep our cannon out of the mud. Pavers, sir. As a mason, I used to lay them for courtyards and patios. Brilliant. Thank you. They hold up beautifully no matter how punishing the conditions. I can see that. Say, uh, after the war, think you'd be available to pave my patio at Mount Vernon? Stone pavers from Castellite really catch your eye. Do it yourself with the expert help at Castellite. For all your brick, block, rock, paver, and tile needs, go where the pros go. Castellite.com. The Aggies, the Jazz, the High Schools, the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. No, please, do it again. Please, do what? Do it again. Do it. Do it. Uh, no, do it. I, I, I. Facebook is back up. Instagram, WhatsApp. Is this a sports show or is this they CNN? They were down all most of uh, the day, but they're is back up. Is this for the people or is this the full court press? Yeah, we we let people know of important things going on. Yeah, in because lives. because nine three one zero and eight seven nine eight are really worried about Facebook and Instagram being down. They might. No, they probably don't. They're probably just wanting to tune into a sports radio show and listen to sports talk. And I don't know what that was, but that's not going to get out of my head now. That you, what you just did before the call. Nine three one five on the Guild Mortgage text line. Any future seasons of football? There's only two games that I wish we could win in the same year. And now would be Boise State and YBU. Wait, what? I just read it verbatim. Now translate, Eric. Come on, you know the rules. It's always an adventure with 9315. Don't make fun. Why would you no, make it's, fun it's of consistently, him? No, you are. We have to try oh, to translate. You're seriously between the making lines. fun of him. 9315 is one of our most loyal texters, and you're like, hey, let's go to translate it again. <laughs> you just, 
two minutes ago, you asked me to translate. No, I looked at it, it and I asked politely if you would translate it for me. You're like, you know, you read the text and you're like, because <laughs> we ought to translate it. <laughs> Always an adventure. Like, Come on, man. Don't do that in 9315. He didn't do anything wrong to you. <laughs> that we know of. We don't know who these people are. <laughs> I, by the way, I had, I had somebody come up to me um, and was like, Hey, I love your show. Are you, are you AJ? And I was like, yeah, I love the full court press. And I appreciate you. I'm not going to tell you what my number is because I don't want you to know who I am when I text in. And I was like, probably a smart idea. Probably a good idea. I want to reveal your identity. All right? <laughs> you the person making fun of me that's really mean to me? It's All best right. to be introduced as uh, your name and not your phone number when I, people when you meet Oh, them. I know. I've had people come in. Hey, I'm uh, I'm 4713. Like, like we're speaking like Morse code or something. You're like, oh. Okay, what did 9315 say again? <laughs> Go ahead, Eric. Any future seasons of football, there's only two games that I wish we could win in the same year, and now would be Boise State and YBU. So what he's asking, Eric, is if there's any more future with BYU and Boise State being on our schedule. I, I, I think it's trying to say... There's games in the past that I've always would want to, for the Aggies to win, and it would still be in the future. Boise he State asked and if BYU. there's any more games in the future, and he's asking about Boise State and BYU in the same year. Yeah, um, BYU until that contract expires, uh, 2025. Yep, and then Boise State, whenever they, I mean, when, I'm sure when they go to the the Big Twelve, they'll have some different thought processes on on scheduling and how they want to go about that. Nine three one five. I'm surprised that Ajay has not figured out who I am with all my crazy texting and things I've done. Oh, stop! You're a great guy. Even though I don't care what Eric says about you on the air, I still think you're a good person. What I'm saying is, if we still have those two teams on the schedule, I want to beat them in the same year. That's I don't yeah, that's know. what I that's what I thought. That was my interpretation. You're so full of crap. Do, do you want to make any more? If we uh, didn't win in the other game, do you want to take any more pot shots at him? Go no, ahead, Eric. Thank you no, for the no, clarification. Go ahead. Let it rip. That's great. Keep keep making fun of him for. Thanks no for reason. texting in. It's good. Oh, jeez. Four seven eight one. It sounds like he's saying that he wishes that we could beat both of them in the same year. Oh, okay, yeah, sure. Agreed. I wish we could too. We probably won't, but I wish we could. Has that happened? <laughs> I don't, Eric. I don't know. Dude, we just lost back-to-back weeks. I really haven't thought about what they haven't done in the same year. We're on to UNLV. Uh, as you stated, UNLV has not won in, let me get the numbers here, 671 days. The school record for days without a win is 683 days from October 18th, 1997 to September 2nd, 1999. Because UNLV has a bye week coming up, they will set a new program record for most days without a win. That's courtesy of Tyler Bischoff. 4781. I wish we could go a full show without Eric and Audrey fighting. Oh, he means Audrey. Um, yeah, Eric and I fighting is like mom and dad fighting all the time. Kids hate it. Parents do it. <laughs> 9315. Here we go again. If we get a huge lead in the UNLV game, is it a chance that Rasta... Put in some up-and-coming players. Well, I don't know about what Ross is going to do, but I can tell you Coach Anderson is going to definitely maybe give Cooper the God chance. 
I think you could see a chance with Cooper Legaw getting a rep or two. If Logan's not like, here's the thing. Perhaps, but Eric, if, if Logan's not healthy, I don't even. Do you give Logan. as many reps as you can to Andrew? Yeah, I don't even play Bonner next Saturday. To be honest with you, if he wants to dress, come the game, absolutely. Well, if he's healthy, you dress him. You play him. Yeah, he still gives your team the best chance. You to don't win. play him. Yeah, you do. Wait, if he's healthy, all if, if he's healthy, healthy you... he yeah. But I wouldn't. I I wouldn't play him next week. I don't care if he's not healthy. If he is healthy, I'd sit him. I'd sit him. Let him rest. It's UNLV. We're gonna win by forty. No, UNLV's scrappy. Their last couple of weeks, they've oh, taken I really forgot. good teams to the water. Sorry, water-y. this is the 6-6 uh, six and six guy. Sorry, guys. My apologies. All right, you're right. I'm going to say 20. I'm just looking at the what they did at Fresno and uh, UTSA. Fresno was in the top 25. UTSA is knocking on the door. Those are two really good teams, and UNLV took them to the wire. I'm just saying that. I'm just, I'm just saying don't overlook UNLV. That's all that I'm saying. I'm not overlooking them. I just think we're going to beat them soundly. I'm not overlooking them. I didn't say, hey, by the way, I'm really excited about the Colorado State game. I just said UNLV. Let's not play our starters and we're going to win by 40. No, Sounds I said like don't play Logan them. Bonner so we can get a chance to rest his body so we can play Peasley. Give Peasley the reps. Let him play. 0737, what are your opinions on the of the visiting team moving to the east side? Um... I saw a video about some stuff going on. Um, yeah, that was dumb. Like, like, I get it. Like BYU players are spraying water on the student section, yeah. and you want to retaliate? You spray water back. That's yeah. fine. Don't throw bottles. You at can't them. throw stuff at them, though. That's just not that just, good. There is a line that can be crossed. Yeah, and we shouldn't. And and like, and by the way, from what I was told from a facility member, uh, Kalani Sitaki grabbed his players. Told him to knock it off, turn around and pay attention to the game. Went to the facility member and apologized. Like, by person went over and said, hey, I'm so sorry about that. That is yeah. incredibly embarrassing. BYU was stupid. Fans did cross the line a little bit there, throwing bottles. I get it. It's not it – just it shouldn't be overblown. Some people are trying to make a big deal about this. I well, think we need to. We say some people. I'm saying everybody south of us is. Well, yeah. Because they just can't let anything go. But, look, multiple times – um, I heard about uh, how the BYU players fed off of that energy and that they got excited about that. Um, there were a few times, though, where that crowd made it disruptive. To the, It was hard for communication on that BYU sideline. Yeah. So in that sense, that's a good thing. But if a team needs needs energy and fuel from the crowd, it's your own home team. So yeah, I, I've been curious to see how this experiment would work through the two big uh, big rivals that were going to be in the building with Boise State and BYU. And so far, it feels like the opposing teams kind of fed off that energy more than what Utah State was able to get. Eric, there's I mean, what was the attendance? It was sold out. Uh, it was For BYU, it was, it was 25,000 plus. Yeah, 25,240. I'd say twenty thousand were Utah State fans. It's like you got the—I mean, you got twenty-some thousand fans cheering for you. If we're really using the excuse of well, the fans gave BYU a lot of energy, that's no. It's BYU. You should be revved up. You should be ready to go. You should be ready to go play a football game. You use the energy by going to being in the game. You want to go win a football game. You shouldn't have to go be. I mean, we shouldn't be saying well, 
You know, they had the, our fans revving them up, really getting fired. Come on. <laughs> it's 20,000 people cheering for you. Like, let's, let's, put, let's put it away. Uh, 8003, I wish we could go a whole show with just AJ. You know what I want to do? If I ever wow. get to meet 8003, he's going to get a hug, in the a AJ couple marshmallow club. pies, a Diet Coke or whatever he's drinking these days. We need more people in the world like 8003. 0113, Eric. Kind of random, but I went to my first game since I moved here last year. Love the atmosphere, backdrop, stadium turf, and overall vibe. It was awesome, and I will definitely be back. Well, thank you for coming, 0113. Hope you had a blast. Hey, absolute shout-out to, even though there was that little incident near the end of the game. Oh, absolute shout-out awesome. to the crowd, the yeah. student section, the way that everything was, was done was fantastic. Yeah. Great showing of support, uh, and I hope it continues because I, I don't. I think we've this uh, this fan base and the student section has been better. But in years past, you'd show up to the first two home games when the weather's nice, and then they would disappear. Wouldn't yep. really show up. No, very these much fans anymore. were great. Student section was great. You could tell Coach Anderson was so grateful for it. He really was, and he was bummed out that they weren't able to bring home a win for them on either of those two weekends. It's going to get big games, though. We still got a lot of big games to go, so don't. Yes. Don't, don't, more don't games uh, fancy to show up for. Uh, just a few more texts uh, here to get through. These are great. P- keep them coming, by the way. 2197. Unless we do a 180 in tackling, fighting through blocks, proper angles, and discipline and gap assignments, every game is going to be very, very losable. That, dude, the tackling has been such an issue. we got to wrap up, man. Like, Algiers wrapped up for a one-yard loss, and he gets out of it and goes for five yards, eight yards. Like that is deflating for a defense. Receivers on bubble screens are, are able to break tackles and, and gain six. The tackling has been an issue for two weeks now, Eric. Yeah, that's that's actually a really good point. And there were a few times on the pursuits that angles were bad, and they just kind of plant their foot and make a little shimmy, and they get ten extra yards. Um, yeah, uh, you know, the, the, one of the great things about a bye week is you can do a lot of self scouting, mm-hmm. watch a lot of film on yourself. Because every week you're watching film on the opponents. Uh, that's how the majority of your time. But in a bye week, you get a chance to boy, do a lot of introspection and figure out what do we got to do to be better. So this, uh, as you said earlier, this bye, time, uh, bye week couldn't have come at a better time. One zero seven eight. a couple wins for USU this weekend was, uh, let's see, this weekend. We start our easier part of the schedule now and Boise State lost. Yep. And they'll lose again. They're not going to, they're going to lose again. Maybe twice more. Nine three one zero. I think it's funny the couple times Bonner has waved his arms down to quiet the crowd. <laughs> that is that has been a couple. Yeah, like especially when they're in the red area, he's had to wave now. I'm like, hey, just so my lineman can hear me. Please shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and then like the, the billboards, like make some noise. No, don't. <laughs> we have some mixed uh, messages. Nine three one five. A whole show with Audrey would be wiping down the whole studio at the start, adding some really <laughs> outrageous takes about the Utah Jazz. Six eight six zero. I think eight zero zero three is Audrey's mom. She shouldn't be allowed to text in. <laughs> That's not my mom. And keep my mom's name out of your damn phone text conversation. Two one nine seven. Also, can also Van Leeuwen was uncoverable. Not sure why he does not play more. I like Kyle Van Leeuwen. I want him to play more. Look, he did some great things in the fall. Uh, we saw that this guy can make some plays, just flat-out play, and then we really didn't see him at all for the first couple of weeks. Now, he has had a shoulder injury uh, before, and so I don't know if they're just making sure that he's fully ready to go because it's not like 
there's an immediate need. Like we don't have other wide receivers who can't make plays. But anytime you can get another weapon out there, man, it always makes it harder for a defense. So uh, I love to see Van Leeuwen get get more involved in this offense because he can make plays. Yeah, and he'll go up and get them. We saw in the scrimmage. That's a guy that would fight through and go whatever needs to be done to grab a ball in a really weird angle. Yeah. That guy can do it. Yep, absolutely. Got a few more texts coming in, but we'll get to those after the break, Eric. We also need to get our pick six results. Oh, yeah, pick six. You don't have them, do you? <laughs> we'll find out together. Are you serious? Just I think you won? Don't know. Hey, also coming up next hour, we'll oh, do crap. our... Bread and butter play the game. Oh, yeah. Skyview Mountain Crest. That's coming up at 515. Someone call in, please. Uh, if you can correctly identify what A.J. Knight and John Olson called out, they were the ones calling the game for Skyview at Mountain Crest. If you remember what it was and you can correctly identify it, call in and we'll get you free loaves of bread from the Old Grist Mill. Another time out here in the Full Court Press, more of uh, what happened over the weekend with the Mountain West Conference a uh, very busy and interesting weekend with some of the outcomes. We'll talk about that coming up on the other side. The Renegade Sports Park in Logan now has side-by-side rentals available. Plus, hard-to-find e-bikes on sale at Renegade Sports. Top-of-the-line Rambo and fancy key bikes on sale at end-of-season prices. Renegade Sports in Logan and Centerville has more side-by-side Terex, Razors, and Can-Am Mavericks than anyone in the state of Utah. Get yours today. Renegade Sports in Logan and Centerville. Leader follow. You decide the ride. This is Dave Simmons for Les Olson Company. It's first and goal on the 10-yard line. Your team is poised to make the play of a lifetime. Your quarterback hands off to the running back who rushes right into a wall. Now the away team says they'll take the wall out of your way, but only after you hand them a suitcase full of cash. That's exactly how ransomware works. In 2020, half of all organizations were victims of a ransomware attack. Don't take risks. Take action with the Les Olson Security Suite. Get your free network assessment at lesolson.com. This is Jarek with Jarek's Fine Jewelry. October is our anniversary month. We've been helping couples find the perfect rings for over a decade. So to celebrate, we want to treat you to an anniversary dinner. Make it a date night on us. Come engagement ring shopping or anniversary shopping at Jarek's Fine Jewelry. We have over 3,000 rings in stock, including the newest custom designs. With no strings attached, no purchase necessary, we will buy your dinner at Sweeto Burrito. The entire month of October, come in ring shopping and Sweeto is on us. Make date night special. Make it Jarek's. This is Nate Lamson with Valley Office Systems. Did you know that Valley Office Systems is a local company with Utah ownership and we are debt-free with 47 years of industry experience? Valley remains your safe and smart choice for document solutions and all things office. Visit valleyofficesystems.com. Hi, this is Rusty Allen with LSS Insurance. There are so many choices when it comes to Medicare. Annual enrollment is October 1st through December 7th. Call LSS Insurance, 752-9493. We are here to help. We will research plan benefits and costs and look up your medications so there are no surprises at the pharmacy. There is no cost to work with us and you will love having a local agent. Call 752-9493. Want to get the most out of your Medicare benefits? Come see us at LSS Insurance. Talking the sports you care about. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan.
Welcome back to the Full Court Press. Eric Franson, Andre Salveson here on the Full Court Press, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. Streaming on 1069thefan.com or on the 1069thefan mobile app. Those uh, did not have an outage today. Uh, a couple more texts on our Guild Mortgage text line. Uh, this is from 9936. Algier was a beast. Every BYU opponent has struggled to bring him down on first contact. It's true. Still, you give up 200 yards from that guy. Uh, he was a beast. They really did struggle with him. He's so but good. They've been struggling with other running backs. I thought they did a good job in the run game against Washington State. Um, but, uh, you know, we all know how many rushing yards Air Force was able to, to uh, put up. I thought they did a good job with the rushing defense against Boise State. But, um, yeah, Algier was, was a beast, and it helps that he's got a big line that makes a good push for him and big gaps for him as well. Uh, 7994. Can Ajay have a bye week? He needs some self scouting. <laughs> Why do you read his text? I'm just reading Why? Ones. Why do you read them? He's like the antithesis or the uh, anti 8003. They're like on opposite ends of the spectrum. That's for dang sure. Uh, 2305. The reason you're here on scholarship is to tackle yes. another guy. Yes. You're a Division one football player, Eric. Go make tackles. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I agree. Wrap up. A couple other games in the Mountain West that uh, was kind of surprising over the weekend. Uh, the scores that uh, we knew that Utah State played on Friday, so we had opportunity to watch uh, and scout other teams. Hawaii beating Fresno State. 17 yeah. fourth quarter points from the Warriors. Come on. That really surprised. And that's not good for the Mountain West either. No. Fresno State was ranked 18th. Now they're out of the polls. Yeah, and they should be. You can't yeah. go up 17 on answer in the fourth and still be ranked. Nevada beat Boise State, as we mentioned earlier, uh, 41 to 31. Toa Tala was just a monster. Uh, 124 yards and two touchdowns. Um, the uh, UTSA, they're undefeated. They beat UNLV, who's totally defeated. Uh, Air Force beating up on New Mexico, 38 to 10. Not a lot of surprise there. And then San Jose State, at home, had to kind of hang on to beat New Mexico State. Yeah, yeah, uh, and and just bad defense by those guys too. They had some issues defensively. Um, not impressed with San Jose State so far. Kind of find out they might be, they might have been a fluke last year. Uh, Newbags quarterback threw for three hundred yards and three touchdowns. Oof, yeah, that's not gonna do any. That's not gonna do any good. Hey, a few texts came in. 5253, Eric. The biggest issue I see with tackling is we seem to be disadvantaged in terms of the size, but the last three games, or, yeah, disadvantaged in terms of the size the last three games, but want to body up like we did with North Dakota. When size isn't on our technique, or when size isn't on our side, technique becomes critical, and I haven't seen the adjustments being made to address the larger bodied players in recent weeks. I would absolutely agree with this. Now, we did hear some. Some criticism from Coach Anderson that uh, he wasn't naming names, but no, he was clearly upset that in a few games he's had some experienced guys freestyling out there, yep, not running what was supposed to, and they were causing problems and they were creating openings for the opponent. Well, they're putting yeah, they're putting all their other teammates on like lonely islands, and their teammates trying to cover two assignments, and then they're getting beat on a deep route, and they're the one that looks like they're getting the blame. But it's not them. It's the guy who's trying to do what he wants to do, and that just that doesn't work. 
So it's hard for us to know. Was there was there freestyling happening again against BYU? I'd I'd hope not. I man. hope not. I mean, I'm. They were resonating, ringing that bell a lot um, last week with their uh, with their defense, but um, don't know. Five two four two. Algier proved why he's going in the first couple of rounds in the draft. He's good. I, and I know some people Big don't think he's runner. as good, but he just he turns on the Jets. You're right. He's a downhill kind of a cat. Really, really good run. I was impressed with with Tyler Algier, and I think he's he's impressing a lot of people right now that uh, are going to be coaching or at least be looking at him on Sundays. Six one three three on our Guild Mortgage text line. Um, can we find some offense that doesn't involve back to back one yard runs? See, yeah, first and second down. Like if you want to do it on first down, that's fine. Set up a play action, or maybe throw on first down, then run on second down, or maybe just throw back to back downs. I mean, give that a. I just yeah, like second and nine, and it turns into third and eight. Yeah, they were behind the chains. Way second too and eight and a half just doesn't work, man. Uh, nine three one five. What time is the Mountain West turning into the Pac twelve, where they just cannibalize themselves? <laughs> Let's hope not. Uh, two three zero five. Are there any more tacklers in the portal? <laughs> I need to go look. A little late for that. Yeah. I have a couple issues there. So but I think that this team, I think it has the, the talent and the ability. I think they've got talented guys that can make good defensive plays. I just, for whatever reason, they're just not quite on point right now. 5-2-4-2. Your team is going to draft him, Ajay. Algier to New England. I'd love him. We lost James White. I think he's coming. He's already over the hill on his on his year. We don't we, we don't have a running back for England, New England who can hold on to the ball, who can gain you consistent yards. It's putting pressure on Mac Jones. The running game was non-existent. Give me Algier to New England, please. I beg of you. I take Algier all day, every day. Uh, two three zero five. What does it mean, Eric, that they're not on point right now? We're four games into the season. Well, uh, I think that they're. They were on point uh, against Washington State. I think that they were behind the schedule against North Dakota, but then got it figured out and made the proper adjustments. But they've struggled in their last three games defensively to stop, especially the running game. Well, I thought they did a good a good job stopping the running game against Boise State. But yeah, I mean we're five we're five games into the season. They should be able to be, be there by now. They've shown times and instances where they know what they're doing and they can do it. I guess that's where I'm frustrated. It's not like I see a team that just can't figure it out defensively. They've shown me instances where they can make great plays and really clamp down. It's just we're not seeing that consistently. Consistency has been an issue. 6891, nope, New England will draft another receiver. That will be a bust. You know, probably. Yeah, I'm not really feeling too hopeful. Two three zero five. Poor teams are inconsistent. Hmm. We've been poor in a couple aspects. Uh, poorly disciplined teams also have a lot of penalties. I thought they did a better job. I of think they were better about up. that. Yeah, yeah. They were addressing. They got hosed by the referees though a couple of times. I'm going to put it out there. Yes, that's that is true. <laughs> it, it not that it would have decided the ball game, but still would have helped bad. our momentum though. Would've, yes, that's true. Uh, quickly, just want to let you know that uh, Napa Auto Parts, they sponsor the Dan Patrick Above the Noise coming up here in just a moment. Um, and uh, that's where you can get the best is at Napa. Best parts, best service. They've got five locally owned uh, locations from Preston to Providence. And that's where you can make sure you get the right battery, the right wiper blades, 
And if you don't know how to install it, they'll help you take care of that. Now, if you need somebody else to do it for you, they can recommend a dozen Napa Auto Care Centers with ASE certified technicians. Napa Auto Parts, they sponsor Dan Patrick Above the Noise. And coming up on the next hour, Major League Baseball, playoffs, kind of there. We'll Can't find out what else is going on the Regional ha- 11. Do. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. It was always going to be difficult for the Bucks and Patriots game to live up to the hype. Tom Brady's return to Foxborough was one of the more anticipated regular season games in NFL history. So, of course, the game wasn't pretty. Rained all night in New England, and Brady didn't seem to really look like himself. But he did come away with the victory. Patriots actually had a chance to go ahead in the final minute, but missed a long field goal attempt. There has to be relief on both sides to get this game over with. The Patriots built their dynasty by focusing on details. Coach Bill Belichick hates distractions. This week had more than enough for those for both teams. As dramatic as Brady's return was, it was still week four. The Bucks have serious injury issues to deal with. The Patriots are trying to learn how to win games with a rookie quarterback, Mac Jones, who did look very promising last night. Now that the big game is finally over, it's time to get back to work. Move on to week five. We can move on as well. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Hey, Dan Patrick here. You've heard me talking about Get Upside on the show, the free app that pays you up to 25 cents cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. I've got a special offer for my listeners right now. When you use the promo code football, you'll receive a bonus 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up. That's up to 50 cents per gallon cash back. So do the math. Let's say you have an SUV or a truck, standard 20 gallon tank, promo code football. That earns you $10. That's 10 extra dollars in your pocket just for buying gas. Something you have to buy anyway, basically free money. Stop overpaying for gas and start earning cash back with GetUpside. It's the easiest decision you'll make all day. Download GetUpside in the App Store or Google Play and start earning cash back just for buying gas. And remember, use that promo code FOOTBALL. You'll get the bonus $0.25 cents per gallon cash back. That's promo code FOOTBALL. Good luck. When you buy Napa Auto Parts, you're getting the best. Need a new battery? New wiper blades? When you pull into one of the five locally owned Preston to Providence Napa Auto Parts stores, they'll not only make sure you get the right battery or wiper blades, they'll even help you install it. And if you need other work done, they could even recommend a dozen Napa Auto Care Centers with ASC certified technicians. Napa Auto Parts. Napa know how. Napa know how. Save your asphalt shingle roof before costly replacement and repair work is needed. RoofMax by Quality Pace Roofing is the answer to roof rejuvenation without replacement. Asphalt shingles dry out over time and become brittle. RoofMax rejuvenates those shingles, extending the life of your asphalt shingles up to 15 years beyond the warranty with a simple maintenance process. Don't replace, rejuvenate. RoofMax by Quality Pace Roofing. Google Quality Pace Roofing or call 757-9642. Call 1-888-4-ALANON. ALANON Family Groups. The home for Sports Talk Radio. KLGN Logan. 1069 FM. 1390 AM. The Fan. We are what you need to know. Will there be one or will there be two? Sunday, the Arizona Cardinals became the only team to reach 4-0 this season, but the Raiders could join them as they take on the Chargers tonight in Inglewood for Monday Night Football. Josh Jacobs is active for the Raiders, but still will be a game-time decision as to whether or not he'll play for Las Vegas due to a sore ankle. The Chargers without linebacker Kenneth Murray after he injured his ankle in practice on Saturday. Cornerback Chris Harris is also out 
as he's listed on the inactive list. Bears head coach Matt Nagy made it clear that Andy Dalton remains the Chicago starter and will return to that role if he is cleared to play this coming weekend against the Las Vegas Raiders. The Mets have fired their manager Luis Rojas after a second straight losing season. He may be offered another role within the organization, but the club still needs to find a new president before looking at a managerial option. The Yankees are expected to start Garrett Cole Tuesday night in the American League wildcard game with Boston. I'm Ralph Urban. It's the Full Court Press. There is no stopping this team! The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead! He's got it! It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and RJ Salveson. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions to act like... The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Hey, what's up, everybody? Eric France and Andre Salveson here on the Full Court Press. Very lively discussion in the first hour. Recapping the events of the weekend. A lot of talk about the Utah State-BYU football game. Ajay's very conflicting Sunday night with the uh, Buccaneers and the Patriots. Uh, yeah, really, really feel bad. You know, you had to go through that. I'm sorry. that It was a rough night for you, Ajay. We feel your pain. We're trying to feel sympathy for you. Anyway, we've had some text about that on the Guild Mortgage text line. It's a cold stare. Uh, we've got, uh, it was an interesting weekend in college football. Update you on that. Uh, who won pick six? We need to do that this hour. We also want to give away some free bread. If you were paying attention to the Skyview Mountain Crest football game, at the end of the game, A.J. Knight and John Olson mentioned the Old Grist Mill bread and butter play of the game. If you recall what that was, coming up here in about uh, 13 minutes, we will call for that. Call in. If you correctly identify it, we'll give you a certificate that gets you uh, four loaves of bread for free at the Old Grist Mill. Uh, Major League Baseball playoffs are upon us. Who made it? Who didn't? We'll get into that as well. And uh, some controversy in RPI for Region 11, for high school football. Oh, but don't worry, because Eric loves the RPI. It's fair. To Eric, it's fair. I didn't say it was unfair. I just said it's controversial. You think it's fair. You think it's you think it's good. I think it's a better system than the, where but it was, I think that the fr- was there before. Really? Because Ridgeline, who still hasn't lost a game yet, we then found some controversy. Yeah. Unreal. Yes. Properly rewards teams for playing better teams. And after Ridgeline, are you? What, did you just blew say out, reward teams? Oh my gosh! Yeah. Come on. Ridgeline just went played blew out two bad teams. Oh my gosh! So I, their opponent winning percentage is really low. So it pulls down their overall ranking. <laughs> All right. What else are we talking about today? I, I can't do this. <laughs> I've been up since 6 a.m., 5 a.m., whatever it is. You were that eager to wake up after that game last night? Oh, dude, I didn't sleep. Cra- I slept like crap. I was I was livid. I was so angry. I was angry with Bill Belichick. I was swearing at Tom Brady all night. Um, 
Swearing at our defense. It's just a poor showing. 5242 on our Guild Mortgage text line. We knew that Tom was going to win in his return, but what do you think of Mac Jones after his week? Good. I thought Mac showed some guts. Uh, he, I mean, he had a his offensive line um, just let him get the crap kicked out of, and he took a hit after hit after hit. Uh, got sandwiched a couple times really good and got right back up and would complete another pass. He showed some good moxie. I was impressed with that. Um, there's some throws that he's got to make. There's some times where he holds on the ball just a little bit too long, and he'll learn from that. He's a rookie, uh, but I was impressed with him last night. I think what let him down was Bill Belichick. That Belichick got a little bit too cautious. Um, just, you know, I, I, I don't know. Didn't trust Mac when he needed to the most and, and cost his team the football game. It's unfortunate, but it's how it goes sometimes. If it was Tom Brady on fourth and three in that situation, I think he goes for He'd it. He'd go for it. He had more trust in his yeah, quarterback. Yeah, just didn't trust. And, and that's crazy because Mac played a, a heck of a ball game, man. Played a great ball game and just didn't get that uh, didn't get that last snap on fourth and three. And you go, you try to kick it in a, in a monsoon from 56, it's just not going to go well. So I mean, hit the crossbar. Got close. Well, that doesn't count in football, Eric. You but, have to hit uh, it not through. Close enough. Okay, in football, you got to hit it through the crossbars to get three points. Can't hit it. It's not horseshoes, Eric. It's not making contact. It's not enough. No, you can't dong the pole. <laughs> what? Can't dong the pole. You got to go through the uh, poles. You like poles? I love poles. <laughs> uh, not gonna. I am not gonna go there. You're Come on, like, yes you do. Tempting me to go there. Do I'm it. Not Come on. Nine three one zero. RPI system gets increasingly accurate as the season goes on, as wins and losses accumulate. It's a good system that consistently picks the top teams. But here's my problem. Ridgeline hasn't lost a game yet. They've won games by 30-plus points. But no, let's dock them because their opponent's not that good. Their their opponent's winning percentage is like 48%. Desert Hills, their their opponent winning percentage is nearly 63%. I hope Coach Cox... is, Is Dave Simmons listening... I hope Coach Cox or Dave Simmons is listening and texts you and just rips you a new one. Desert Hills uh, moved ahead of Ridgeline in the latest rankings. Ridgeline's like right on their heels. But I, uh, to some degree, yes, this is frustrating. The undefeated team, the only undefeated team, is not ranked number one. But if you play a soft competition, are you really that much better than a team that plays tougher competition every week? Matty Ice texts in, you don't get a reward for beating higher or beating teams in higher classifications. You don't. They don't care. Yeah. That's, so Ridgeline falls to number two. It's a, that is a surprise. Green Canyon holds steady at number three. Look, Green Canyon has kind of turned some things around offensively. Boy, what a beating they laid on Logan. <laughs> two weeks in a row they've discovered their offense. <clears throat> yeah, that's crazy. Dangerous team heading into the postseason. Uh, Skyview is at six. They've moved up a little bit. Logan is dropping. Logan, look, Logan looked looked pretty good. They were an exciting, fun team and uh, ahead of schedule maybe a little bit. They had a lot of guys returning from last year, so wasn't totally surprised to see how well they were doing early on. But these last two weeks, Ajay, they've just gotten blown out of the water. It's kind of frustrating to see what Logan's going through. I know they're frustrated, but... Uh, they've dipped in the polls in the in the uh, rankings of the RPI, um, but uh, 
two weeks in a row, they've they've really struggled offensively and defensively. Uh, so they're at number seven in the latest rankings. Mountain Crest is 11, and Bear River at 13. Uh, something's got to give between those two schools, Mountain Crest and Bear River. Neither one has won a region game yet. Mountain Crest is at Garland on Friday. Something's got to give. Yeah. I, uh, I don't mean to be a, a speculator of, uh, of any sort, but I'd imagine Coach Weiss needs to start winning some games or else he, he could be hearing it from some people in town. He's been. He's had a great career there, Eric. He's had an incredible coaching career there. Sometimes you kind of just – it goes stale. It happened to, it's happened to great coaches who've been at a one place for so long. How so, long has he been there? Since 2000. Because Logan's head coach – Right now, yeah, played under Coach Wise. Yeah, is that crazy or what? No, Coach Bowen eight zero zero three. Audrey, I love you, bro, but I can't believe I'm about to say this. I agree with Eric on the RPI. Thank you. Now, if I could get like seven nine nine four to give me a compliment, that'd really even things out right now. <laughs> seven nine nine four. Do you want to give me a compliment or something? Hook me up, bro. Uh, or whatever you are. Person. Person. Human. Um, RPI rankings, uh, I've got those listed on CashValleyDaily.com right now. Um, this week, well, uh, last week, kind of a snoozer. Like I thought there was going to be some interesting games, but all three were just massive blowouts. Yeah. All three of them featured points in the, uh, north of 40 and uh, giving up only like as much, 10 points at most. So really kind of a surprising Friday night. Uh, the the top three teams really showing why they are the top three teams. Uh, this week, Ridgeline's at Logan, Green Canyon's at Skyview, Mountain Crest at Bear River. So the Mountain Crest-Bear River game, something's got to give there. Somebody's got to win a game. But uh, the, the game that has a lot of implications is the Green Canyon and Skyview. Yeah, it's a battle for second, isn't it? Uh, yes, in region standings, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah, Green Canyon has discovered their offense. Skyview is scoring more points uh, as well right now. So both teams playing really some of their best football that they've uh, played all season. Ooh. 5 2 4 2 Texan, Eric, a little bit outside the high school football realm. Anyone to look out for in Jazz preseason tonight? Jared Butler, he asked. So did you get a chance to watch that Zoom link of the practice? I didn't. Dude, it's on YouTube. It's really cool. It's really awesome. And let me say, Jared Butler looks phenomenal. I mean, really good. Been impressed. I know it's just practice. I know we're only in preseason. But I would, A, look for him to get minutes. B, see how he looks in those minutes. And D or C, look to see if he actually gets minutes with starters at all. Um, that could be something to look at. And where does he come off the bench? Uh, for those who don't know, Rudy Gay had a, a ankle surgery. Yeah. Uh, so, he, or was it his heel? Uh, no, I think it was ankle. I think you're right. Um, so he will not participate in any preseason games. He may miss time at the start of the regular season. And then Bogey suffering from Sissionitis, so he's out. Eric, <laughs> once again, you were your earlier team, praising that your uh, team Bogey Bogey was as healthy as he's been. Yeah, and now he's got shoulder soreness or whatever. What? He hasn't even carrying anybody. He doesn't even carry the team. Everybody has to carry his sorry butt. I'm telling you, this team cannot stay healthy, and that's why they're going to finish not first or second, maybe fourth or fifth. Maybe. 
because they can't stay healthy. Jazz, preseason tonight. Uh, we will not have that game on the station tonight for preseason. Um, I don't know if we're going to be airing Jazz games at all, actually. So, got to find that out. Hopefully we do. We'll find out. Oh, we hope to. Yeah, we hope to. Um, uh, Rudy Gobert, Joe Ingles will not uh, participate, by the way, nah, tonight. No, it's not surprising. Yeah, we're at San Antonio. Is that right, Eric? I believe it's San Antonio tonight. Yes. And then uh, we're back home next Monday. First home preseason game will be next Monday. Yeah, uh, they've got a few more during this week. Fourth, sixth, I want to say the ninth, and then we're back home. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I would say Jared Butler is kind of the most prized possession for the Jazz. That's the guy who I'm going to be watching tonight, just to see how he looks with starters. If he's confident in shooting, uh, you know. But yet, uh, how he looks defensively, because you got to be a defensive-minded guy if you want to be able to be on Quinn's rotation. So. Be, be interesting. That by the way, that jazz practicing is pretty cool. You get to watch the players practice. Quinn's mic'd up for a little bit, so you get to listen to him coach the team. That's awesome. It's really really cool listening to him. Hmm. I I got to go check that out. That would be fun. Um. Yeah. So uh, their first preseason game, as like you said, yeah, it is tonight. Uh. But we will not carry it. We have been an affiliate of the Utah Jazz. We want to be we an affiliate of the Jazz. We want to continue to be an affiliate with the Utah Jazz. The Utah and, uh, Jazz. We're like, dude. Well, I guess we'll just leave it at that dude, if for right now. I, can I email? I need to find who Will's emailing and give them a phone call or send them an email. A nasty one, too. You know? If, if, you, if you don't let us be an affiliate, I will break into your Chick-fil-A and steal all your chicken. Hey, uh, it's time to f- to find out what the old grist mill bread and butter play of the game was from Saturday. And, and from Friday. You'll be very disappointed to know there's still no pumpkin chocolate chip bread. Did you go buy today? No. Oh, I, did I, 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 I did go buy today. I didn't get any, though. They were out. So. Is that because it's just a hot item? I, I don't know, dude. I've never it had usually old is a hot item bread. this time of year. I have no idea. Tell me. Did I get you hooked on their bread? Uh, the cinnamon stuff was really good. The country white's just, nah, it's country white bread. I mean, it's, there's nothing special to it. I want their pumpkin chocolate chip bread. I want to know <laughs> what that tastes like. All right, so on Friday night, Sky V was at Mountain Crest. And we, right now is the time to call in. If you know, if you can correctly identify what the old gristmill bread and butter play of the game was for the Sky View Bobcats in their matchup in Hiram against the Mountain Crest Mustangs. 435-752-1069. That's 435-752-1069. If you can call in and correctly identify the old gristmill bread and butter play of the game uh, from uh, Friday night when Skyview took on Mountain Crest. So we'll take a quick timeout uh, because of that. And then on the other side, um, Ajay, it's, uh, some teams made it and some teams didn't for Major League Baseball playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> and it's That's really you, great analysis, well, Eric. Were you surprised with some of the teams that didn't make it? No. None. There's no surprise. Or the at matchups all. that we'll, we'll get now, to see. Now, that part did surprise me. All right, so we'll get into that. Who's playing whom and where? Some teams made it, some teams didn't. Well, as far as, yes. <laughs> it's so good to What give, we may have expected to if see. If the crap I've been given today, I think I'd owe you a little bit. <laughs> Fair enough. It's coming up more on the Full Court Press. 
West Point Dairy Products at Hiram is hiring. West Point Dairy Products has been manufacturing high-quality butter for over 25 years in Cache Valley. They're currently expanding and want you on their growing team. West Point Dairy Products offers competitive wages for entry-level positions starting at $18 per hour, full benefit packages, double time on Sundays, a $2,000 sign-on bonus, and tremendous opportunities for growth. For immediate consideration, call Express Employment Professionals at 435-213-9595. This is Ryan at My Mattress. Look, I admit, in the past, we've been a little bit hard on Lewiston for not buying mattresses. All that has changed now. Lewiston has practically written in Telebed into their city bylaws. This makes us feel like celebrating. Hooray for Lewiston. You're finally sleeping better, Lewiston. We thought that you were all insomniacs. Now we can relax. Good job, Lewiston. I gotta tell you, though, I am concerned about Menden. My mattress by the new Walmart. Yeah, yeah, I see it. Bald truck tires. Yup, I'm well aware winter is coming. Have you seen my truck? Big truck with really big tires. Big tires come with a big price tag. That's why I'm headed to Express Auto and Tire. Really big tires only cost $25. Yup, really big truck tires, really little price. Only $25 per tire. Express Auto and Tires selling every used tire in stock for only $25. Yes, snow tires. Yes, truck tires. Yes, every tire only $25. Visit Express Auto and Tire at 3200 North Main, Hyde Park. T-shirts are more popular than ever. The one that has the perfect statement or a -a one-of-a-kind design. They really do make you look. Great Basin Graphics has the best screen printers and equipment creating custom, retail-quality shirts at great prices. Employees look great and clients will always wear high-quality T-shirts advertising your product or service. Great Basin Graphics design, screen print, and embroider everything and anything. Google Great Basin Graphics or visit their new location at 966 West 400 North. Aesthetics is a premier aesthetic practice. Doctors Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette of Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat are proud to offer you a professional aesthetics team. The Ascent team is passionate about education, best techniques, products, procedures, and services. If you're looking for help with Botox, fillers, microneedling, laser hair removal, medical grade facials, or skincare, Ascent will help you feel confident, beautiful, and refreshed. See which Ascent service is right for you and learn more at AscentAesthetics.com. That's AscentAesthetics.com. Interviews, analysis, and a little bit of fun mixed in. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Miami. Uh, uh, South Beach, bringing the heat. Uh. <laughs> Can y'all feel that? Can y'all feel that? Eric France and Andre Salveson here on the Full Court Press. Uh, if you want bread, we want to give it away. You just have to correctly identify what was the bread and butter play of the game for the Skyview Bobcats at the Mountain Crest Mustangs last Friday. Uh, as a reminder, you can go back to CashValleyDaily.com and rewatch a lot of these games. So you need to go back and watch three and a half quarters of football to find out the bread and butter play of the game. Skip ahead to the back end of it. Watch the end. Uh, but you can watch these games again, and that's been really fun. Be able to uh, bring these to you in multiple ways over the uh, over the air, as we've been doing for decades on our family of radio stations. Uh, but also to have them video streamed on Cash Valley Daily and then archived, so you can go back and watch them again. So, uh, actually, I was looking at some numbers earlier today, and there was a certain game that 
was in the like top 15 of all stories, all pages viewed on Cash Valley Daily last month. It was so a lot of people going back and watching that game again. So really Six, appreciate the following and people checking it out. 6543 Eric, we have some controversy. I listened to most of the game and never heard the play of the game mentioned. Eric, do you have a do you have a bread and butter play of the game? Or did you make one up? Uh, it was given to me. I asked the the play by play guy what it was. Did he mention it though? I am confident that he did because I was the one who was doing the switching at the end there, back here in the studio. They went through a few things. So either it was mentioned or it wasn't. Either a listener's line or Eric's line. That is the answer. Uh, I had a text to play-by-play guy to get exactly what it was. So I didn't write it down. They usually send it to us. (laughs) Eric's like, oh, I got to put this through. Eric, um, six eight nine one. I watched the whole thing and didn't hear it. Oh, maybe they didn't. Oh, maybe they didn't give it out. Oh, they must not have given it out. Well, then now what do you do? I don't know. Come on, Eric. We there's been three weeks where we haven't given away any bread. Come on, find uh, figure out something. Let's give away some bread this week. We have people listening to the game, but they're punished. Because our play-by-play guy doesn't announce it? What would you think would have been a bread-and-butter play of the game? Okay, there you go. There you go. What do you think was the bread-and-butter play of the game yeah, if what, you had one? If and you're watching to, it or listening to it. And it has to be in the name of Skyview, right? Yes. Okay. It had to have been a Skyview play. Okay, so think of a Skyview play and tell us what that Skyview play is. Oh, someone's calling in. All right. Someone's, someone's phone in the rings. Um, anyways, by the way, uh, oh, 0945, let's see here, 0945, I think, let me, uh, you know what, that's a good one, when Zollinger threw a 40-yard TD to Hall, maybe that's it, someone called in though. And that person has no idea, so that ain't working. All right, let's get back to uh, some sports talk, shall we? And by the way, we'll we'll, we'll get to that uh, play-by-play or or that play of the game of thingamajigger. Eric, someone texted in zero nine four five. It was when Zollinger threw a forty-yard touchdown pass to Hall. Is that it? That is correct. Okay, well zero nine four five just won some bread then. That is the play. Let's do it. That's how they win. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Bread I- for dinner. Okay, we'll we'll put the uh, the so, number down. Zero nine four five. You just won four loaves of free bread to Old Grist Mill. Congratulations. Uh, da, 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 da. So here is the Dilio Cheerio. Eric's gonna throw your phone number down on the piece of paper when you come up to the uh, studios or the radio. Uh, just give him the last four digits of your number, and you will be. Well, give your full phone number. Oh, go fine. Give your full. Phone everybody number. heard us say oh nine four five. That's true. Give your full phone number. Okay, yeah. Give the whole eight ten west two hundred north in Logan. Come over, get some bread. I'm so glad I don't have my headphones on right now. Certificates ready for you. You won. Is zero nine four five? Where'd he go? When you know we had somebody call in and they were saying you know, Hall had a great game. They couldn't think of the specific play. Well, that doesn't work. Uh, yeah, I give credit for calling, making the call, but it, we were looking for a specific play. Yes, we were. So. 
Eric was looking for a specific play. Um, all right, Eric, it's time to get saucy, okay, with each other here. Uh, Pick six time? In the playoffs, Oh, some teams made it and some teams don't make it. It's weird how it uh, tends to be that way. According to you, some teams make it and some teams don't, which I guess is how you describe the Should playoffs. Should they change that rule? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not like the bowl games or it's not like um, the uh, – the national uh, basketball tournament where it's, you know, everyone gets in and everyone gets a gets a donut and a Capri Sun drink, right? All right, it's time to talk baseball. Playoff baseball coming up here. We start tomorrow on the wild card. Really good stuff. Yankees, Red Sox. Winner will end up having to face Tampa Bay Devil Rays. Uh, and then the other ALDS matchup will be the White Sox and Astros. On the other side, it's the Cardinals and the Dodgers. Uh, and the winner will get the Giants. Meanwhile, my Atlanta Braves go play Milwaukee in a uh, five uh, in a five game series. Uh, so let's look at the let's look at the playoffs. Let's look at the AL side first. So Eric, now the playoffs are set. Let's talk AL first. All right. Okay. What excites you the most? Yankees, Red Sox, duking it out in one car, one game wild card playoff tomorrow. Winner gets the raise, and on the other side is the White Sox and Astros in the ALDS. What excites you? Give me the juice of what you like about it. Well, it's a classic rivalry. Yes. Yes. It, it's I mean, back. It's, it's it, back. It's the two really good teams uh, fighting for playoffs. They have to go through each other. Uh, it's in Boston. I like that. Tomorrow night, 6 p.m. our time. Here's what I like. ESPN. Okay, we've had these like runs of super teams, all right, okay? Your Cubs in 16 won 103 games. Astros in 17 won 101 games. Uh, Dodgers in 17 won 104 games. Red Sox in that same year won 108 games. Uh, in the uh, 2020 pandemic, Dodgers won 16. Astros were like one, or no, not Astros. Excuse me, Rays were like 108. Okay, uh, and then finally the Nationals broke that pace and became a spoiler with 93 wins. But they had to beat a 107 or 106 Dodgers team wins. You know, wins uh 106 wins of a Dodgers team and 107 in the Astros to beat to win the World Series. This year, we've got you got your true bloods, right? You got the Dodgers, you've got the you know Cardinals, the Giants, you got the, the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Astros, but the Chicago White Sox are your Cinderella team. Not to mention Tony Larusa is back, man. This is what makes it so much fun. Five games with a couple of underdogs that are actually true underdogs who I think have a chance to win this baby. Dodgers trying to become the first team in 21 years to win a back-to-back championship. There's juice. There's excitement. And in the AL, I like that there is the White Sox, a team that's not one of the blue bloods of MLB baseball in the last five years to make a run at this. Well, I think there's some uh, some notoriety with their manager. Certainly he's been there before, and uh, he's I mean, he's created headlines uh, for himself, not always for the right reasons. So, But that that's a young White Sox team that is – Exciting. They can score runs. They're a fun team to watch, as much as it pains me to say that as the other team from Chicago. But 
um, yeah, watch out for the White Sox. Yeah. But Tampa is in position to, to find themselves as the American League representative again. Uh, in the, it, they've had, they go about quietly winning games. All the attention's on Boston or New York or will Seattle will actually make it this year? Is Houston cheating again? Uh, yeah, I just Tampa, thought you casually just said that. Tampa just goes out there and wins games, and nobody really pays a lot of attention. Well, here's to. the thing about Tampa Bay, Eric. They're the fifth lowest payroll in baseball. And by the way, they lost their three best pitchers, Charlie Morton, a free agency. Blake Snell's gone to San Diego, and they lose their other guy because of Tommy John surgery. But yet, here they are, best record in the AL. Hottest team in the AL probably, too. I mean, they're really good. This Tampa Bay team has a chance to finally go out, do some damage, and get themselves a, a loose of championship ring and a very massively competitive AL, especially in the AL East. That's awesome. Right, because the American League, I think I think you hit the uh, the nail on the head there. It is competitive. I think it's more competitive than the National League. I, see, I disagree. I, I think you've got a couple of teams at the top of the National League, and then it's kind of other teams just fighting for scraps. Dude, I think the, I think the American League is it's anybody's game. Okay, so let's go to the National League. Cardinals had to win 17 straight to get into the playoffs, right? They had to win 17 straight just to get in. They're the hottest team in baseball, Eric, without question. Meanwhile, how unfair is life? Dodgers, Giants, best two teams in the league – they have to duke it out to see who who has to avoid a playoff game against that said hottest team, which the Dodgers are going to be that team. Dodgers Cardinals tomorrow night. It's crazy. That is so. That is like the RPI system in football. Unfair. <laughs> I'm serious. The Dodgers win 107, 100 and something games, and they got to go play the Cardinals. Eric, they got to play the Cardinals in a one game wild card. They lose. They're out. Yeah, but the Cardinals were hot for a long time there. They've actually cooled a little bit here at the end. So we're in October. I think they can reset and reload and be just fine. The Cardinals are a very dangerous, very historic program. They know how to win at key moments. Uh, they they don't they don't shy away from the moment. Hey, how about the uh, how about the Giants? Look, the last eight years, it's been the Dodgers town. It's been the Dodgers league for that lot long. Finally, the Giants, for the first time since 12, win the division, Eric. Um, they go wire to wire, I guess if you want to say it, from May 31st on, with the exception of three days in September, to win the to win the, the division and lead the division. It's, it's impressive. This team's playing really good baseball. Buster Posey's back at it. They've got experience on this team, which is really, really good for these guys. I think this team could be really, really dangerous. Are they an LCS team? I don't know. I mean, it depends who stands in their way. But, I again, this is why I think the NL is more competitive than the AL by far. I don't think it's even close. Just because I, of San Francisco and L.A.? No, I think because of San Francisco, L.A., Milwaukee, Atlanta, St. Louis. Again, look, they might have cooled down just a little bit, but they won 17 straight, man. They were the hottest team in baseball that nobody wanted to face. Everybody said, you don't want to face the hottest team in baseball. You, would, you wouldn't mind facing the best team in baseball, but not the hottest team in baseball. And that's who the Cardinals, I still think, are. I think this is the toughest part or the toughest league out of the two um, for, for the playoffs. And I think the Cardinals could beat the Dodgers in a one game. It only takes one game, Eric, to knock off the Dodgers. If there's one team that could do it, it is the Cardinals. Interesting. Uh, I mean, the, the Dodgers, let's see... For now that the regular season is over, they had the best. I guess you could say the the, the lowest runs allowed, fewest yeah. runs allowed. So it's uh, but um, 
you look at uh, it was actually um, Houston that had the most runs that were scored. Um, so uh, there's, I don't know. I I'm going to be pulling for San Francisco because of Chris Bryant. And so are you pulling for the Yankees because of Anthony Rizzo? I might. You dirty dude. That is cheap. That Why is, is that so cheap? cheap of you. You're pulling for the Yankees. How gross that is. That is gross. That feels uncomfortable yes. saying that. Yes. You can go take a bath. <laughs> Clean yourself up. Hey, and the other thing about the Dodgers is is the biggest thing, injury-wise. Max Muncy's probably out. Had that bad, really horrific, gruesome elbow injury. Uh, Clayton Kershaw's having back issues. He's probably done for the season. I don't know if he comes back. And so they lose Clayton Kershaw. They lose Max Muncy, their, their best first baseman. Probably one of their best hitters on the team. Uh, this so they got to find someone else to be able to to recover hitting a three. Well, was it like a three oh five average with a really good on base percentage and a guy who has been really clutch. Well, I guess clutch lately in the playoffs and one of your leaders in the, in, in in the starting rotation. Now you got to replace that. That's going to be hard to do. I think this is where the Dodgers might have a slip up, and I think right like you said, I think it's where the Giants can take over. Dodgers have. I mean, we talked about. Uh, St. Louis as hot as they were over the last month. Uh, Do- uh, Dodgers actually have won uh, nine out of their last ten and seven in a row wow. to close out the regular season. That's impressive. So despite those injuries, I mean, they're still playing at the top of the game. Of course, they were fighting to to get the best record in baseball, so they had certainly a big incentive to keep playing despite some of those injuries. But uh, – didn't quite get it for him. Okay, Eric, a game behind San Francisco. We're gonna have a slam show tomorrow. Really busy. We'll tell you why later on. Yankees, Red Sox tomorrow. Is it in Boston? I believe. Yes. Who do you like? Um, I'm gonna go with Boston. You're not taking your boy Rizzo. Uh, I'm. I hope Rizzo has a great game. You are so confusing. I'm taking the Yankees. Line up one through five is just too good. They got good pitching. They're gonna have their, you know, they're gonna have their best cat on that game, uh, on the mound. And I just, it's Boston. It's the Red Sox baseball. They find a way to blow it every year. So I'm except take- for when they win it. Oh, like oh they did my a few gosh! Years ago. Wow, look at you, just poking your head out there. Hey, hey, Red Sox, huge fan of you guys. I've always no, been. I'm just saying they won it all just just a few years ago. So, what when it's the Yankees and the Red Sox in a one game wild card playoff? Usually the bounces go the Yankees' way. But it is in Boston. That would make it definitely go the Yankees' way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one game for the Cardinals and Dodgers. This would be so good. Uh, Adam Wainwright probably on the mound for the Cardinals, I would imagine. Uh, you're going to need your best from uh, from your guys. You're going to need your best from Paul Goldsmith. Uh, Nolan Arenado is going to have to be really, really good. Uh, and then you got to hope that if Kenley Jansen does get in for the Dodgers – that he becomes the April-May version of Canley Jensen and can't find his pinpoint control. Um, don't let it get there, though. I, I, I just I like the Cardinals to upset the Dodgers in this wild-card game. Ooh, wow. Uh, I've got the Dodgers taking care of business. Uh, that game is going to be Wednesday at 6 on TBS. Um, Dodgers, even though they have had some health issues, they're still playing some outstanding baseball. By the way, Scherzer is a go tomorrow. I've just seen on Twitter... Uh, but he's allowed 10 runs 
in 10 and a third inning in the past two starts, but he is a go tomorrow. So it'll be Adam Scherzer versus Adam Wainwright, or uh, Max Scherzer versus Adam Wainwright in tomorrow's matchup. It'll be a heck of a ball game. I'm really looking forward to this game. Be a lot of fun. That will be fun. That'll be good. Hey, is it my year for the Braves? You think? Like, no. Here's the. Okay. Debbie Downer. What? You asked. Gall. I was asking, I just look at I was rhetorically asking. <laughs> just look at all the teams they have to try to go through to oh, get there. What Milwaukee? Milwaukee isn't that good. You beat Milwaukee, you get you'll probably get Milwaukee's the, just not that good. I don't think Milwaukee's that good. I think they're in a weak division. Uh and I what they got Kristen Yelich. They got a decent bullpen. Braves have my, my Braves have a good lineup one through. I think we're we're starting to finally find some rhythm here. And by the way, we did a lot of this without Ozuna, who is still suspended for doing naughty things. Uh, I believe Kuna was out because he had an injury. And there's been so many injuries that that could have been detrimental to the Braves. Found a way to pull through. I like the I like the um, what it would be the um, Eric. What's the word? The fight in this team. It's a good word. I think we beat the Brewers. The Cardinals beat the Dodgers. The Giants beat the Cardinals. And then my Braves upset the Giants, the World Series. So Braves and Brewers, that series gets underway on Friday. Oh, till uh, a day later. Uh, all, that whole series will be on TBS. We need, Eric, can we talk to the boss about getting a TV in here? Please. If it helps the show and not distract the show. Yeah, it helps the show. All the cool sports shows have a TV in their freaking... As long as I can see it and you How can't. come Bill Murray and Bill Walters get a TV in their room, but we don't get one in ours? <laughs> Bullcrap. Uh, White Sox and Astros, that series gets underway Thursday. That'll be on the MLB Network Astros and sweep them in three. This game, this series is over. White Sox don't even touch them. I think the Astros win, but I don't know that they sweep them. Hmm. I like the Yankees on the other side coming out. I don't think the Rays. I think the Rays are going to get beat by the Yankees. You think the Rays will get beat? Yeah, by the Yankees. That's a great uh, kind of a newer rivalry. Dude, I, I'm enjoying it, teams. and it's starting to really heat up too. There's been some beanball being played in the last two series with those two, and they're not fans of each other. Hey, zero zero or me zero one one three text in. Braves definitely can win a best of five against Milwaukee with their frontline starters and lineup putting them right back in the NLCS. Then anything can happen, but they'd be an underdog in any remaining series, without yes, a doubt. Would. Absolutely. We 0113, you're spot on. They'd be an underdog, but, man, I'd give those guys a chance versus the Giants. If it's the Dodgers, we're screwed. Giants, we have a chance. Why? Uh, dude, it is something what... Why, like, what's the difference for Atlanta I mean, those two matchups? Dude, it's just, it's just a bad matchup. Like, Walker Bueller... Is just, I mean, throws gas. And for some reason, they can't hit Walker, man. They struggle with Walker Bueller. I don't get it. It's made no sense to me at all. It's so frustrating to watch. Their li- like, And their lineup continually gets the best of our starters time after time after time. The part I do like is that we got Jacques Peterson on our side finally. And the lefty can swing it well. I, I like Jacques. I think he can give us an opportunity, maybe a boost in the lineup. But just bad breaks, bad bounces, it, it happens all the time versus the Dodgers. It's just, oh, it's so annoying. So is that just because you've the, the Braves have faced the Dodgers a little bit more 
uh, yeah. in these playoffs and we haven't had success. more recently. And we haven't had success. And you haven't really seen the, the Giants much? No. I mean, I just haven't seen a lot of success, period. I, I Honestly, I haven't. I haven't seen any success from them, period, against the Dodgers. Giants don't scare me as much. And maybe 0-1-1-3, you can help me out. Do the Giants or the Dodgers scare you more? And by the way, the Cardinals, I don't know, dude. Last time we played the Cardinals, we were down like 14 nothing in like the second inning in the playoff game. It was embarrassing. <laughs> and we were live on a radio show, and I think I broke FCC rules. <laughs> uh, so the Major League Baseball playoffs are set. The first game take place uh, takes place tomorrow. As we said, Boston hosting New York. Uh, by the way, how was that decided? Because they both have similar, the exact same record. Uh, okay. What so, was the tiebreaker, there? dude? I, okay, you know? so yeah, I read something from Jeff Basson about it, and just think geometry, and you're a three-year-old, and that's about what it sounded like. It made no sense to me at all. Zero. Like, it get, no, seriously, because it says, okay, so there's Team A, B, C, and D. If Team A loses, then or if Team B loses, then Team A gets to choose who they want to play. Luckily. The Mariners lost, so it made it easy. Yankees, Red Sox duke it out, and then the Rays would end up. They had the best record in the league. That's how it went out. They had the best record. They were first place in the AL East, so the Yankees and the Red Sox had to duke it out to see who gets to play them. Everything else is gibberish. I don't know how else to explain it to you. Because <laughs> they both finished. I mean, 92-70 uh, and 70 was their uh, record, uh, regular season record, but Boston uh, gets to host uh, the game uh, tomorrow hey, night. Hey, who do you think's the MVP? Shohei Itani or Bryce Harper? Bryce Harper's had an incredible season, but it's been ignored because of Shohei. Um, I, I think it's definitely Shohei Itani has grabbed a lot more headlines, more consistently. And I think just because of his pitching, like his defense and his offense have both yeah. been historic. I mean, it's, yeah, it is historic. What he's been able to do on the mound he's and unreal, at the plate dude. is amazing. It's unreal. Yeah, he's special. Do you think he gets out of L.A.? That he requests a trade? I mean, a guy of that talent can't just, I mean, can't be is lingering the in the shadows Trout? of mediocre baseball. I mean, or does Anaheim finally, like, remove the the burden of Pujols' uh, salary? Yes, that would help. And get a, a healthy Mike Trout. And uh, start to be a dangerous team. Is it possible? They're still going to make dumb decisions with the roster. They don't make good decisions. They're able to get good talent. <coughs> they just can't. They can't what? accumulate enough talent Eric, to win they have games. Two of the greatest hitters in modern era baseball, and they can't get to the playoffs, man. I don't know what else to tell you. All right, uh, coming up next here on the Full Court Press, uh, we'll get into our pick six. Another way to recap what happened over the weekend uh, and uh, who won. Did I win? Did IJ win? Would this be fourth, fourth straight if you win? You're on a roll right now. So will IJ continue or Dude, will why, I break the streak? Why do you just put a long tease? Why can't you just say, all right, who's who won, here's who lost. We're done. That's it. Why? Fall is in the air and it's getting colder. Make sure your vehicle is well maintained. This is Dustin with Valvoline and Snow Change in Logan across from Angie's. As the weather turns colder, your car might need a little more attention and an oil change is easy. We'll change your oil and also check other fluid levels and replace your air filters if needed. The best thing? 
You can stay in your car while our trained pros service your vehicle. Foulbliness and oil change, 695 North Main. Don't mind the construction out front. We are still open and ready to serve you. Well, what shall we talk about? You're listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show. But to me, a guy who has been an ardent defender of Aaron Rodgers, a guy who checks every box of what a quarterback should be able to and can do if they have the talent set, he looked like a guy who spent the summer trying to figure out life and not trying to figure out the cover. The Doug Gottlieb Show. Weekday afternoons from 1 to 4 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Ahoy, me hearties. Do you have pirate blood in your veins? Are you a scallywag on the hunt for gold? Adventure awaits the brave of heart at Halloween on the high seas at Loveland Living Planet Aquarium. Explore the seaside carnival. Find a shipwreck and lost treasure. And discover sea creatures from the deep. Get your tickets today at thelivingplanet.com slash Halloween. <laughs> Whatever your laughing style is, it's no joke that laughter is the best medicine and a great stress reliever. Comedy Night at the Riverwards is coming and you don't want to miss it. Friday, October 8th at 8 p.m. Get your tickets today at eventbrite.com. We dare you to try not to smile or laugh out loud as you enjoy funny stories and comedic entertainment from four professional comics. It's Comedy Night at the Riverwoods, Friday, October 8th at 8 p.m. Reserve your seats now at eventbrite.com. I'm here with Jay Broadbent from Alpine Home Medical. Jay, I hear your ads for CPAP resupply all the time. What do I need to do to just get that taken care of? It's easy. We can set up your CPAP resupply within a few minutes. We'll work out all the insurance for you, and then we'll start mailing the supplies straight to your door. You can even chat with a CPAP specialist online. Just visit us at alpinehomemedical.com. We'll have you sleeping better in no time. Alpine Home Medical, we bring it's the Full Court Press, weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Eric Franson, Andre Salveson. Hey, a couple texts came through. we got to get through these. Uh, let's see. 0113 says, Braves handled the Giants fine this year and competed with the Dodgers. Definitely more worried about the Dodgers. Glad we're on the same page there. 2603, with Boise losing to Nevada, that opens up the door for the Aggies to come out of the Mountain Division. We need to clean up some things and then get our swag back. Also, the Jazz are starting tonight. I think the Jazz finish in the top two. They'll finish in the bottom four. Eric and I have decided and agreed upon, I think. (laughs) 6211, the Red Sox host a wild card game because of their head-to-head record versus the Yankees. And then he says the Braves don't stand a chance against the San Francisco Giants. Come on. 6-2-1-1. Have some belief. Wait, I must be a Giants fan. Crap. They do have belief. They believe in the Giants. Shut up, Eric. Uh, all right, let's uh, do this. This is on Monday. We recap the weekend that was. We've already kind of been doing that. But uh, in the lens of what we thought would happen and what actually did happen. It's, we call it our pick six, and we get the results. Uh Okay, AJ, Calvin Tyler Jr. or Tyler Algier? Uh, who would have more rushing yards? You said Algier. I said Tyler. Um, yeah. Who won that one? Algier may have got a few more yards. 218 versus 
Isn't that crazy? Calvin Tyler Jr. only had three rushing yards. Uh, Georgia over Arkansas by 18. We both took the under on that. Actually, Georgia blew up Arkansas 37 to nothing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Dude, that Georgia defense is real. No kidding. <clears throat> uh, Cincinnati uh, or Notre Dame. So, wait, what's the score? Uh, 1 0 for oh. you. Okay. Neither one of us got that second one right. And uh, number three, uh, Cincinnati or Notre Dame? It was a straight pick em. Uh I picked Cincinnati. You picked Notre Dame. It was Cincinnati 24, Notre Dame 13. So we're tied at one apiece. Okay, would Tom Brady throw an interception on Sunday night? Yes or no? We both said yes. He did, he did not. not. Uh, Devin Tompkins, uh, or would he have 105 and a half yards? I just wrote yes or no. Would he have more than 105 and a half yards? Uh, yes, he did. Uh, you said yes. I said no. He had 125 yards. So that's two for you, one for me. And how many are we in? And this is the final one right here. Oh. <laughs> Logan Bonner, touchdowns thrown. Oh, man. The line was set at two and a half. We both took the over. He only threw two. So, Ajay, you win that one in a very anticlimactic 2-1 to one victory in pick six, making it four in a row for you. All right, Eric, you know what time is it? Change the pants into a skirt and do a dance for all of us. It's very uncharted territory here. I'm not sure how to react. I've never seen someone suck as bad at this game as you do. <laughs> Except for that time when you lost nine okay. in a row. Okay. And I got screwed on three of those. I told you this, Eric. No. Yes. We played it up straight no. and fair. No, we did not. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's a quick recap of what happened over the weekend with our pick six. Uh, coming up next, we've got a busy show tomorrow. We want to preview that. And uh, man, it's not one you want to miss. We'll talk about that coming up next here on the Full Court Press. Hi, this is Brent Wallace with Cash Valley Bank. We love supporting local events like the Cash Valley Parade of Homes happening September 30th through October 9th. As you tour these beautiful homes, we invite you to visit our recently renovated Cash Valley Bank branches. Show your parade ticket and receive a complimentary sampler box of Bluebird chocolates. Visit one of our seven locations from Smithfield to Hiram, including our mortgage office. Stop by during the Parade of Homes, meet our staff, and pick up your free chocolates. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. Summer heat will soon turn to rain and snow. Is your roof prepared for another winter? RoofMax by Quality Pace Roofing is a nationally recognized and approved roof rejuvenation product, saving you thousands over shingle replacement. RoofMax is a quick and affordable alternative to a complicated and expensive roof replacement, extending your shingle roof up to 15 years beyond the roof warranty. RoofMax by Quality Pace Roofing can rejuvenate your roof without replacement. Google Quality Pace Roofing or call 757-9640. It doesn't matter who you root for. The Full Court Press has all the high school sports covered. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. It's your mood right now? Uh, You know, Eric, sometimes a man just catches on fire. And when he does, he lets his bros know that you don't mess with him, okay? You get 
you oh look at you now you 9315 is correct one time aj wanted to quit you asked for the monkey and i gave you the bananas all right I don't really. And one day, know what that means. I will plant my banana in you. That sounds even worse. That sounds really, yeah, really weird. I don't know where to go from there. That's just, uh, wow. (laughs) Yes, thank you four seven eight one. Ajay sounds like he has gone bananas. Yes, he is. No. I'm just helping you Slipped with your Slipped on a banana and hit his head. I will give you a banana. Uh, big show coming up tomorrow. Oh, RJ. dude. This can, is going to be fun. Hey, is he coming in studio then? or is, is he never replied back. He didn't? Shoot. Fetch, why did you give him the freaking out, Eric? I don't know. Why, why, what I was just so excited know? to have I him reply a- to my text. I simply asked you, will you please let him or you just, hey, do you want to come in studio or do you want to do it over the phone? And you know, he'll be like, oh, I could come in studio. You're right in Logan, right? Yes. I wanted him to sign a freaking poster. <laughs> but instead I said, we'll be calling you. At five. You moron. <laughs> I didn't even ask. If you are listening. Like I followed up today, but. When we initially set it up, I you I only gave him one option. If you so tomorrow we're gonna be <coughs> go ahead. We're gonna be talking a lot of basketball tomorrow. Yeah, we're gonna start off with the head coach Ryan Odom. He'll be joining us right off the top of the show at four o'clock. We'll talk to him about basketball camp and getting ready for the season. Their first game is on November no October twenty second. They have an exhibition game, and then officially November fourth they get their season underway. Yeah, just a new coach, new players. Actually, seeing them. Uh, together, running plays all together in the same place. Uh, how th- How is that going? How's the team meshing so far? So I'm really curious to hear from him. And then in the 5 o'clock hour, one of the all-time greats for Utah State. Sam Merrill. Uh, no, not Sam, though he is in that discussion. But it will be J.C. Carroll who will be joining us. Uh, J.C., certainly a historic career at Utah State, had a very long, successful career internationally. And uh, is retired from from that. He's back in the valley, and uh, he's going to be joining us tomorrow. So that'll be a fun. Conversation. I can't wait, Eric. I I'm going to let him know of your huge, um, uh, Gruber fab of not putting him in your top five. That was just dumb on your part. And I'm going to let him know what a shame that is. We have the tape, Ajay. We can go back and check the tape. You, you don't remember what day it was. Make sure who it was that left J.C. Carroll out of his Friday Five Best. You need to get him inside the studio. Do I need to call him? I'll call him. Give me his number. I'll hit him up. I'm not giving you his number. Why not? I don't trust you with that. Well, it took you a week just to contact him. I would have contacted him the next day. I would have had this done and settled. Uh, so Ryan Odom in the 4 o'clock hour. J.C. Carroll in the 5 o'clock hour. Talking a lot of basketball, a lot of Utah State. Uh, now and Utah State then with uh, with those two individuals. That'll be a ton of fun. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, and it'll be get, great to get your uh, your questions and comments, too. You can, We'd uh, love to hear from our in. listeners. And, yeah, get your questions into JC uh, or even Coach. You know, we'll see if we can fit them in. But, yeah, I'd love to hear from our listeners about uh, yeah what questions they have from. Uh, and then uh, who wins tonight, Raiders or Chargers? Oh, Raiders. I just want to see the Raiders could be, was it, 4-0, 3-0? Give it to me. Uh, I'm thinking Raiders, and I think it goes down to the wire again. Oh, yeah, it will. Oh, they'll find a way to nearly screw it up. Uh, the Chargers, pretty good team. 
I don't think Herbert's a good dude. He's got some. The Raiders can blow him out, but I think it'll be a close game. Nah, I'm with you. Yeah, it's, it's been a good week of NFL football, man. Been some really fun games. Been some snoozers too, but uh, been some really really good games as well. So this uh, hopefully, like you said, primetime games have been treating us well. Hopefully that continues. Ooh, four seven eight one Chargers seventeen to thirteen. Oh, wow. see, but right down to the Big wire. I like that. Game. I love that. That's in Allegiant State. I can't wait to go to that place next weekend. I'm excited. Her, it's beautiful. No fans. They're not allowing fans there? No, they are, but no one's going to show up. For UNLV? Yeah. Make it a road trip, Aggies. Yeah. On, no, no, play your seats. Travel. Go to the game. Spend a weekend in Las Vegas. My parents are coming to it. U- UNLV has not won a game in two years. Don't let them get the their first one in two years on the Aggies. Why, we, why good, do you think the Aggies are going to lose? They, Stop I don't. it, dude. I don't. <laughs> 